Welcome to Kingdom Talks, where we engage leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations that awaken listeners to new revelations of the Kingdom Age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, kingdomtalksmedia.com. Now, enjoy the show. Hey, welcome, everybody. We're going to have a good time tonight. I yes. just encourage you to go ahead and share it with friends and family that we're here, Gil and Adina, and we are going to talk about some news. We're going to look at some news tonight, and then we're going to share, share some thoughts, some and, thoughts yeah. and have a heavenly encounter, and that's actually the, the best part. That is the best part, absolutely. <laughs> Most important part. So um, I just want to say, before we get too far into this already, that... Um, I appreciate you know several of you stepped up and uh, gave something after last week when we're we were. We're not sweating. We're not sweating. We we're actually comfortable. Uh, yeah, several of you uh, chipped in and some of you very majorly, generously, yes. generously. and uh, so we got the air conditioner put in this week. Uh, it's an AC and heat because we'll need the heat during the winter time because it gets down to zero and so forth here. So uh, thank grateful. you, thank you, thank you so much. That means so much to us. Um, more than you know, because yes. uh, literally we are able to sit in here and comfortably focus <laughs> rather than <laughs> anyway. Hey, so uh, remember, this is about you sharing, having a conversation with us as we go ahead and dive into a few things that we're going to take a look at. So um, I guess let's see. You would uh, you want to start this, honey? Sure. All right. So we're actually going to kind of do a little bit of a takeoff uh, from Sunday. We, we talked about restoration. That's our theme. Now, when we first start talking about some of these new news items, it's like restoration, what? Uh, but just, you know, the continuing kind of saga of inaccurate testing and reporting a virus to inflate fears and control. And so this is from the Texas Health and Human Services. And it shows the uh, seasonal flus for the last two years and then for COVID-19 this year. And you'll see that uh, a lot more tests, two million tests, um, and a lot more positives. But notice the death rate, um, only 3,000 this year in Texas in comparison mm -hmm. to 10,000, mm -hmm. 11,000 the other years. And so really a very low death rate. Yeah, and I even looked at this, uh, you know, worldwide. And mm -hmm. so worldwide, a bad flu season has about 650,000 deaths. Yeah. Um, and this is according to the CDC and, and WHO and so forth. So um, we are currently just over the 600,000 mark. Now, some might say because of the measures that were taken that maybe kept it low. So I would agree with that, yeah. that probably the measures did help keep those numbers low. However, I still... And, you know, and this is just me personally, but I still believe that, uh, uh, yes, it would have been a, a bad flu season, yeah. probably one of the worst ever. But is it still, does it warrant Shutting the closing down, down of the, the world economy. <laughs> and ruining people's lives, you know, yeah. otherwise? You know, it's, it's one of those things that even during the flu season, if you don't want to get the flu, you know, stay home yeah. and stay safe. That's just a, a reasonable thing to do rather than going out and expecting everyone else to you know, take precautions for you. Now, again, I know that may not sit well with some people and I apologize, but... Uh, well, and you know, with Amazon and things delivered to your door, it's like you hardly ever have to go out. I'm, I'm kind of getting a little spoiled with it. You know, it's like I was used to going to the store all the time and now it's like, oh, I'll just click a few buttons. <laughs> We're getting used to that, yeah, yeah. So let's go ahead and look at what's happening, though. You know, right now the polarization of the, of the nation is taking place, and that's something we don't want to see. You know, the chaos and the rioting in the, in the name of the protests that destroy property, businesses, and lives. You know, this just isn't really, you know, something that we believe that the Father is looking at, that he's doing, that he's wanting people to respond this way. So, you know, it's important for us to continue to look at what the Father is doing yeah. and not to get caught up in in our own emotions. And that's hard. Um, I, you know, we've had a challenging week ourselves with some other things that have been going on and uh, the emotions get in there and they get in the way of us hearing Father well. Yeah. That's why it's so important for us to rest and to stay in that place of rest. And, you know, before ever responding in your emotions, it's best to just kind of back up and wait, back up and wait. And then, you know, once you've found that place of rest in the Father, 
then move forward. I, I know for myself, I have to be in that place of rest before I move forward, before I respond to some things, if it's triggered me at all. Uh, it's so important to get into that place of rest. And if you've been triggered, you need to look at Sunday's message. We yeah. just, yesterday <laughs> we did a message and we talked about the triggers. We talked yes. about all that. Uh, we all have them. But the discovery of those triggers is really important and vital for all of us as we begin to level up and grow closer to our perfected selves. That's where we're headed. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of controversy back and forth, you know, about Black Lives Matter and about the protest and about the rioters. And, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we did one on people versus systems. And yeah. we absolutely honor, love, value all absolutely. people. Black lives definitely matter. Um, at the same time, looking at systems and how it's really causing more destruction. And it's like your anger at these issues and destroying property and destroying people's businesses, oftentimes black businesses, yeah. um, is not helping at all in this, in this whole thing. Yeah, we have a video that we want to share that's yeah. got a different perspective, a little bit different perspective. I think it's a good perspective for us to just take a listen to and uh, see what you think, okay? So here we go. I want to make the most out of my life. Just hearing that call come out over the radio and you know people are in trouble and need help, you could change people's lives you don't even know just by giving somebody a hug that is having the worst day of their life. I've seen people die right in front of me. And you're just like, man, like I, I, I couldn't, there was nothing I could do. Officer Jakari Jackson says his job is about community, from helping the homeless veteran to dancing for a cause. Now though, he's part of the rapid response team, which these days means crowd control during nightly protests in Portland. Folks that really do want change like the rest of us, that have been impacted by racism. And then I got to see those people get faded out by people that have no idea what racism is all about. They don't even know that the tactics that they are using are the same tactics that were used against my people. Coming from someone who graduated from PSU with a history degree, it's, it's, it's actually frightening. A lot of times, someone of color, black, Hispanic, Asian, come up to the fence and directly want to talk to me. Hey, what do you think about George Floyd? What do you think about what happened about this? I go up to the fence, someone white comes up, F the police, don't talk to him. And you have white people screaming at black officers. You have the biggest nose I've ever seen. Having people tell you, you know, what to do with your life, that you need to quit your job, that you need to, you know, you're hurting your community, but they're not even part of the community. You, you as a privileged white person telling someone of color what to do with their life. There are bad cops out there in the world. We don't associate with those people. They make us all look bad. I've been called on calls, the N-word, I don't know, I can't even count. There's this thing where if you're a black cop, you're not black. I take this uniform off and I'm suspicious. I look like someone that these people would then call the police on. Uh, me putting this uniform on does not erase that history that I've had. Officer Jackson graduated from so, CSU in 2008. Um, that is just a, a, a snapshot. Yeah. You know, and we've got other African-American friends who we've been able to, you know, have some time with to really hear their hearts on some of this. Um, you know, in the past, you know, when we've had you know the writing issues in the past we've been able to sit down with them and, and really hear their hearts and so you know we don't deny that the racism is uh something that's actually going on however what uh, this gentleman was just sharing is that a lot of what is going on with the riots are you know a, some of it you know you saw the, the white people bashing in the windows yeah um that's not what's with that you know. It's not helping the issue at all. It's just making it worse. It really, really is. And, and um, been with, been with. I was listening to um, an art or uh, a video this week that was really talking about how uh, a lot of this is uh, from programming, that there is an evil spirit behind all this that is wanting to promote division and racism and all of these things and how they would um, program people. Uh, through torture and different means 
to be racist and believe that that's the foundation of a lot of this, that your normal everyday people um, are not racist overall. Um, we may not understand all of the issues involved and, and challenges, and we want to have those conversations to hear that. And our heart is open. Um, but this rioting and this, you know, division stuff just isn't making it worse. And, and this next story kind of illustrates that. This was interesting to me is the New York uh, Black Lives Matter mural was defaced for the third time in under a week. And the interesting thing is I think the first time it was by a, a white man. Um, the second time they didn't specify, uh, you know, race, but it looked like it was women. The names looked female. And then this last one was two um, black women. And as they were trying to deface the, the Black Lives Matter mural, this is what the woman was saying. They do it for black, black people, right? Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter, but you want to defund the police for black people. You're lying. No, we're not standing for Black Lives Matter. We want our police, refund our police. And so, you know, it's just heartbreaking, you know, in places like um, New York where they're, and, and Portland, where they're having these, you know, defund the police and, and all of these kinds of things. And they're wanting to do uh, different stuff, um, but they're just allowing crime. And yeah. it's hurting the average people. It's hurting the people who need the protection of the police the most. And again, yeah. you know, we agree that there are some bad cops out there, but it's not everybody. Most of them are there because of honor and duty and trying to be helpful. Yeah, I mean, many of the people, I mean, you talk to a lot of children, a lot of children want to be a policeman or a fireman. Uh, there's there's something behind that. There's an honor, there's a bravery, there's a her, uh, hero, her, heroic, yes. heroism, <laughs> get that out right. But, um, you know, there's something in us that wants, you know, to be of help and be of service. Yeah. And so uh, to understand that most police uh, by far are good people doing their job, trying to help and protect the community. Yeah. And to defund, especially as Adine was just saying, <clears throat> defund the police where they're needed most is, that's a crime. I mean, to me, that's a crime against the people who need the police. And um, who knows exactly who's behind this whole defund thing? Yeah. Is it really the people that need it and want it? Don't I don't know. So. You know, I, I'm sure there are some people in in uh, some rough areas of you know that that maybe do want defunded and don't want any police protection. Um, but I would think for the most part that the you know the mothers and the fathers that care about their children and you know are are trying Safety. to move forward and and help their children you know into uh, you know. Uh, you know, college and other things, then, yeah, they want that support. Mm -hmm. So, so just encourage you, we'd love to hear um, your comments and your thoughts on this issue. We know it's volatile. And we want to say that, you know, we have a concern for the Heavenly Realms movement because it's predominantly white. And that bothers us. Um, that's why we've, we're hosting a Hispanic channel. Mm -hmm. We want to see this in, you know, in every... Uh, race and gender and it's, nation. It, yeah, um, this is not a race movement at all. Yeah. And yet it kind of looks that way because, you know, and, and I used to joke when we got into this movement, when we first started looking at it, that it's like, oh, well, if you don't speak with an accent other than American, <laughs> if you don't speak with, with an accent, you really have no say in this in this movement. Uh, at least it's expanded out a little bit further from yes. that, but it needs to expand a whole lot further. Yes. So um, would definitely be interested in talking to some people uh, that would like to be on uh, Kingdom Talks. So if you're one of those people, let us know. We would love to hear from you. And that is very much our heart. And we, again, want the conversation is that if, if we're saying things or doing things that is insensitive, you know, we want to hear about it. We want to have the conversation. And we've had a few people that have shared some of that with us. Yeah. And so, you know, we really, it's impossible to give the news without a bias, but we want to do our best to give the news and then we're going to share our hearts. And so we're going to be doing that here in just a minute. Just wanted to share another piece of news here. This is um, uh, from um, Barry Weiss, I think it is. Yes. And she resigned from the New York Times, but this is her statement. She says, Twitter is not on the, the, the masthead of the New York Times, but Twitter has become its ultimate editor. 
As the ethics and mores of that platform have become those of the paper, the paper itself has increasingly become a kind of performance space. Stories are chosen and told in a way to satisfy the narrowest of audiences, rather than to allow a curious public to read about the world and then draw their own conclusions, which that is a yes. key, key statement. Yes. And um, uh, she says, I was always taught that journalists were charged with writing the first rough draft of history. Now, history itself is one of more, uh, uh, one of more uh, ephemeral thing molded to fit the needs of the predetermined narrative. And that says a lot. Uh, just to think about that, uh, you know, here's someone who had a position that was right in the heart of all this, and she had the guts to just step out and, and then speak truth. Uh, it's hard these days to speak truth yeah. because you're going to lose friends. <laughs> and you're going to lose followers. You're going to lose yes. whatever. She and was being bullied by her coworkers, being harassed, and um, just really going through a rough time. And encourage you to go to her website and read her whole letter, resignation letter. Um, it really is really powerful <clears throat> in you know what it is communicating and speaking about what the news is meant to be. And where would you find that? Um, I think it's BarryWeiss.com. I think she has her BarryWeiss.com. Okay. All right. And then here was another one. Um, a Jesus statue was beheaded uh, in one of the Catholic churches. And this has been going on, too. I think we brought it up last week that uh, two different Catholic churches had been burned or vandalized. And so it's, it's creeping into different areas. You know, we can say, oh, well, it's, you know, it's in Portland or it's in Minneapolis. And, you know, maybe it's far from me. But it's coming closer and closer to home. Yeah. And if they'll do it there, they're going to do it against us as Christians, too. And so, you know, these are things that we want to be praying about, asking the Father, you know, how do we handle it? What do we do moving forward? Um, Got some comments? Yeah. Adam says, the corruption is being made known to people in businesses, the military, the government, and world leaders. But the big question is, how are we going to deal with this issue? If we know there is corruption, we have to take action in a respectful and mature way. Yeah, agree very much. Uh, and that's, you know, our teaching has always been go to the heavens, yeah. see what the Father's doing, and do what He's doing. Most of the time, uh, in fact, a vast majority of the time, I say 80 to 90% of the time, that when we deal with things with the way the Father is showing us in the heavens, it deals with itself in the natural. There's not a lot that we have to do. And, there's, and, and especially in these cases where the, we're, we're talking about mass organizations, massive organizations, and, you know, little, little old me trying to go into a massive corporation and tell them how to run things or change things, it's not going to do something. But when I incorporate all of heaven, yes. that's where it begins to make a difference. And especially in your ecclesias, wherever you're at, engaging the Father to ask, what should you be doing as an ecclesia mm -hmm. in your area uh, in regards to some of this stuff? And, you know, just as that uh, black police officer was sharing how they were, um, uh, that they were using the same techniques, you know, yeah. as, as had been used against them. And, and so we have to really be so um, respectful and loving in what we do and how we share it. Mm -hmm. um, that we're not just going out and um, doing our own graffiti on buildings. <laughs> right, yeah. And so this is a verse we looked at Sunday, uh, Jeremiah 1.10. See, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out, to pull down, to destroy, to throw down, to build, and to plant. That doesn't mean destroy no, buildings, destroy businesses. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that obviously doesn't mean that. So, you know, we're talking about the structures. As Adina mentioned earlier, we already did a section on people versus um, structures or systems. systems. Yeah. And the systems, every system that I can think of pretty much in this earth realm uh, needs some deconstructing. Yeah. Uh, whether you're a follower of Obama or Trump or, you know, the Democrats or the Republicans, it doesn't matter. They all have their issues and need to be uh, you know, need some kingdom infusion into them. In fact, probably deconstruct the whole thing and start <laughs> over because none of them are kingdom. And some of them are closer than others. But uh, at the same time, you know, and that's why, you know, we may vote one way or another. I'm not 
personally, in my heart, a Democrat or a Republican. Uh, I'm going to vote for the person that the Father leads me to vote yes. for. Yeah. So. so being kingdom and really walking that out is key in this season. And just understanding that I believe it's going to look a lot different. I A lot of Christians are just looking for utopia and oh and if it goes a certain way then everything's going to be wonderful after that and that's really really not the point we want to look deeper what is restoration and so again we we looked at this more on sunday yeah we did the deconstruction of systems not destroying property or people Mm -hmm. okay but discernment and wisdom that comes from on high it comes from the heavens it comes from from the kingdoms kingdom. We need to be looking at what Father is doing, and I can't say that enough. We need to make it a habit that we just don't do anything, even if we think it's the right thing to do because we've been Christians for 30, 40, 50 years, but rather we would go to the Father to always see what is He doing. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the wisest choice that you could possibly make. And, uh, you know, we do believe that Father in this hour is exposing a lot of corruption, and mm-hmm. so some of the stuff has to be allowed to be worked out. Yeah, because um, it's exposing it. There's a lot of different people um, who believe very radically different from the way we do and their intent on their system, on their way. And it's that place of going, no, I'm going to ask the Father. I'm going to be loving, honoring, respecting. And so whenever we come up with an issue, um, the news, anything that is triggering us as we're walking this through, is we want to ask the Father, what is the underlying issue? Yeah. Because um, it may look like a surface thing, and it's kind of like the Black Lives Matter thing, is that is here, but then there's all of this corruption underneath that system. system. And so we've got to look at what is the system that is there and then what is my role and how have I contributed to this and sometimes this is hard because we can go oh there's just a bunch of corrupt people out there but the fact is is that we are one on this earth we are one in Christ and so each one of us in our bloodline um, either we personally or our bloodline have done some bad stuff that have contributed to that spirit, whether it's pride, anger, rebellion, um, injustice, any of those things is all of us can say, I and my bloodline are guilty. And so instead of, you know, out there, you know, bad people, we got to get rid of them because we're good. That's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Yeah. But from the tree of life is we are one. And so if there's any root of that in me, I want to deal with it. If there's any root of that in my bloodline, then it's the mercy of God to bring it up in this season. And so what would the restoration you know, process actually look like? You know, there's that deconstruction process. That deconstruction uh, can look pretty nasty. Mm-hmm. It can be difficult. It can be challenging. Anytime you tear down a building or a structure, it's a mess. And we just have to understand that there's going to be some mess as we move forward in all of this. And then you got to clean out all the old junk. I mean, once everything's been destroyed that needs to be destroyed and brought down, then you've got to clean it up. After you've cleaned everything up, then the rebuilding process begins. And that's what we're looking at. Um, These structures, again, it doesn't matter if it's Marxism or Republicans or Democrats or Marxist or, you know, any name you want to think of, all of them have their issues. None of them are pure kingdom. So let's begin to look at, you know, what do we need to do as kingdom people to help deconstruct these things carefully, not to make, you know, total chaos, but again, ask the Father. If, if the father, you know, just follow whatever father's telling you to do in those situations. And it's best done if you're in an ecclesia, because then you have others to bounce all this off of, because uh, one person on their own can go awry. Um, we've even seen groups that have gone awry. But just, uh, you know, when you approach things without your own agenda, when you approach the father without your own agenda, then you're going to hear his heart. And that's what we're looking for is that, you know, each of us would hear the father's heart and begin to move in that. That's right. So if you have some thoughts on that, we would love to hear um, your heart and your perspective, even if it differs from ours. Um, it's about the conversation. And you know, you just brought up the Ecclesias and mm-hmm. what's happening this Saturday? 
Oh, well, that would be good. So pass <laughs> it around. Uh, worldwide Gathering of Ecclesias. This is going to be the second meeting. We've put it on our uh, Facebook group page. Uh, it's also on several pages. So yeah. just if you are part of an ecclesia or want to be part of an ecclesia, that um, message will be going out tomorrow with the sign-up code, the registration code, and everything else that you'll need in order to be part of that on Zoom. So that will be a webinar on Zoom, and we just encourage you to go uh, join that because this is kind of the place where we can all come together, hear what's going on around the world, hear the hearts of the people that are you know involved, and um, hear what Father's doing. We want to know what Father's doing in other parts of the world. So. Be ready, be looking for that. And there's lots of different people and groups who are, are doing Ecclesia, and we just mm -hmm. encourage you, if you're not already a part of an Ecclesia, to join one. Uh, we have several groups that are um, have already started, but we're within the early time period. If you would like to join, this week is about the last week that you can join. Yeah. Um, it'll probably be five or six weeks before we have any other groups um, starting. Uh, however, if you're watching this and you're already in one of our Ultimate Impact groups and you uh, have a tug on your heart to lead a group, please let us know. Let Darlene and Tracy know because uh, it's important that we have those leaders step up because we do have a lot of people waiting in the sidelines to be part of a group. Yes, and we found it to be so, so very powerful to move in the spirit together. Mm -hmm. uh, there's such a blessing from that. So... Adam says, yep, the physical reality is a shadow of what is going on in the heavenly realms, the multidimensional realms. Amen. All right. So the big thing in this season is courage to see the process through. And um, we, we probably like the idea of restoration, but when you actually get into it, like uh, we just moved onto an acre of land that is kind of barren and we're starting to do the work of deconstructing, of uh, pulling out the, the mm -hmm. weeds and, and, and putting some structures in. And it, it takes a lot of um, blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. And so just have the courage. Uh, restoration is happening. Uh, be willing to take the steps of deconstruction no matter what it looks like in the process. And again, that deconstruction is in our mind and in our thinking is as we're being transformed, our minds being transformed, into the mind of Christ, we're able to walk out this kingdom and to do his will in greater and greater ways. And then faith to see Father's reality and bring it into today. And this is so needed. I have to admit, um, when it comes to preparing um, the news and having to go through all the news, it's like, uh, discouraging peace, discouraging peace, discouraging peace. Where's the good news? You know, it's, it's not easy. But it's that place of knowing that in Father, He is doing awesome and amazing yeah. things. And that's where our faith is. That's where our hope is. If we're just looking in this, in this realm, um, it's, it's depressing. You know, the economy, the, the virus stuff, the rioting, the racism stuff, the constant this and this and this and this. But we have to keep looking to Father and say, okay, what are you doing, Father? What's your plan? All right, so um, definitely looking forward to you uh, getting us some of your comments, questions if you have any. Uh, we, we'd love to have a discussion and conversation. A little bit of lag time again between what you're seeing and what we're doing. So if we've moved on, uh, please go ahead and give your comment. We'll back up a little bit. So it says, yes, can't wait. So needed in this time. I think that's a right guard to the Ecclesia meeting on uh, on Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going to take a short break again. If you haven't joined the Ultimate Impact, I encourage you to take a look at it. And uh, there's a, there's a lot of different things you can go to our website, uh, KingdomTalksMedia.com, and click on the Ultimate Impact group, uh, the the big big easy button, or you can go to the KT communities and uh, join that as well. It's free. The Ultimate in, in the ultimate impact is what we base our ecclesia groups on, and so this is a key foundation. Uh, even if you've been in this movement a long time, um, people have just said how much uh, it's really, really helped them in that foundational area. Exactly. And we have a new video. Is that ready yet? You know, we if I had thought about it, we, we could have got it, it ready. It would have been really nice. Yeah, um, uh, Nicholas uh, uh, Sargent has been doing an absolutely fabulous job of putting some key videos together for us. So, so maybe we'll post it or add it on at the end. We'll see what we can yeah. do here. All right, so we'll be right back after this. Hey there. 
Thank you for joining Kingdom Talks. We are taking a short break to share with you the life-changing online course called Ultimate Impact. Gil and Adina do an amazing job taking the complicated and making it simple and applicable for your life. Ecclesia groups are using this course to shift their thinking into the next age paradigm. Yeshua spoke of power, authority, love, and oneness that we have yet to walk in. So if you're ready to deconstruct limiting beliefs in order to step into what Father is doing now, this course is for you. Sign up today at KingdomTalksMedia.com under the Courses tab. Now, back to the show. All right, we're back, and I guess we got one more comment, so go ahead. Yeah, Marianne says, constantly releasing forgiveness over the corruption and sending love to those who want to divide is very helpful for me. Taking my word curses against others who have offended me and nailing to the cross. So good. So true. And and that's just continuing to release that frequency of love into the realms that we're in. And again, mm-hmm. it's hard. Um, you know, it's easy to get into that uh, judgment, justice yeah. kind of... Uh, and it, it definitely is. And so, you know, one of the things to do is just what you said, Mary. I think that's such good advice is that when you're caught up in the emotions of it, begin to say the words of forgiveness and just to keep saying them whether you feel <laughs> whether you feel it or not keep saying them and let it begin to change your mind it will transform your mind it is a repentance process you're saying the words and that will begin that process and and before you know it you'll be able to actually engage emotionally yeah. with that forgiveness and it's just something you have to persist in uh, and some more than others <laughs> All right. So uh, Nicholas says, aw, thanks. No. <laughs> and then uh, Joan says, you are a bright spot in my life right now during this chaotic times. Blessings. Mm-hmm. So good to be on this journey together with you that we're, we're not alone. Um, All right. So let's go see what the Father's doing. And uh, let's do that. Yes. Whatever we see him doing. Okay. <laughs> so, Father, we just engage with you. By faith, we step into the heavens. And uh, we, I just see us stepping right into the throne room where each of you and us, we can see our perfected selves already sitting in the throne room next to Christ. We are seated with him in heavenly places. It's not something that we go and do every time we go to pray. We're already there. Our perfected selves, we are already there. So we're going up and we're changing our focus. And let's begin to engage with all of heaven from within our perfected self. So if you need to see yourself and envision yourself walking over to your perfected self, you can step right in. You can just step in as if you're merging right into yourself. And as you do that, just sense the freedom of everything that you've been stressed about, everything you've been (laughs) freaking out about, everything you've, you know, been worried about just completely falls off you because it can't mm-hmm. enter into your perfected mm-hmm. self because your perfected self knows who you are. Yes. Thank you, Father. 100% confidence. Mm-hmm. There's just such a sense of joy and celebration. Um, and I just see us encircled uh, by these clouds. Uh, I don't know fully what that means, but... Hmm. I keep getting a mist of rest. (laughs) So, Father, many, many, many are looking to you to see what you're doing in this time that seems so chaotic in this earth. Seems a little crazy, seems a little nutty, not quite being able to understand what in the world's going on. Father, what are you doing? I feel like he's uh, leading us into a room where there's blueprints and scrolls. It looks like a council room or a strategy room. This is interesting because sitting at the, while we were still in the throne room, and and you said that, that uh, the strategy part anyway, that uh, I saw a chessboard in front of the father. <laughs> and uh, he just kind of looks at me and he winked a little bit and he made his move. And then as we went into the the strategy room where where you said there was more strategy going on there, there's another chessboard. 
Wow. And he walks over to the chessboard just like a chess master. <laughs> when you know you've seen those videos where the chess master is playing, you know, twenty people at a time and just going through and making his moves. That's what Father's doing. He's going into each strategy room and he's yes. making his move. Yes. He's showing you mm -hmm. what his move is. And it's like there's um, strategy for us personally, but also there's uh, corporate strategies that Father is calling the ecclesias to enter into. Hmm. As you said, corporate strategies, I saw that some of the chess pieces don't necessarily look like the chess pieces that we see here on the earth, but some of those chess pieces look like corporate groups, you know, different groups of people, and he makes his move with a whole corporate group. Yes strategy move. And these are his ecclesias around the world. I just want to encourage you to add your piece of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. um, what you're seeing, what you're sensing, what you're feeling. And I'm seeing that um, Father is, is wanting us to direct um, some of the angels uh, into the earth. And I'm particularly um, being moved by um, the two black women in uh, New York and just their frustration um, with not feeling protected and safe in the current mm. situation. And so I just, in the name of the mm. Father, we just release angels of mercy and protection yeah. um, to those who are most needing it in this hour, particularly in the New York area. Mm. Mm. And uh, Joan says, I saw the same thing, a council room for planning. Yes. Yeah. So some of these chess pieces, you know, like I said, they are, they are the ecclesias of different parts of the world. Some of them, as I see him make his move, some of you in your own ecclesias are going to sense and see that move. And I just see right now that some of you are going to actually be called to go down to uh, specific areas, you know, government areas possibly but that you're going to bring your presence, your light into these areas. And whether you surround, I see people surrounding buildings like Capitol buildings. And you know, there may only be six of you to cover, you know, 20 acres, but wh whatever the case may be that you surround it and that the light of the kingdom just begins to connect everything to, you know, each one of you and that the light that you bring from the kingdom begins to shove out and push out the darkness. So just be aware that Father's doing that in some areas and whether or not he's doing that for you in your area. Uh, John Scheckenberger says, as I merged with my perfected self, a real peace mm -hmm. fell on me, lifting mm -hmm. a burden of stress from my shoulders from the workday hassles. A much better place to consider things from. Yes. Yeah. And then Joan says, see messengers sending off information and directions for action. Yes, we agree. Hmm. And I'm just, I keep being reminded of uh, weeks ago uh, in one of our Ecclesia groups, hmm. we felt uh, the Father lead us to actually in the Spirit go and minister in Seattle. Hmm. And the very next day, the situation um, shifted. <coughs> and I'm really feeling the tug of that for Portland. Uh, I believe it's been um, at least 50 days hmm. or 50 nights of rioting and destruction and all of this thing. Hmm. And I just um, feel the invitation of the Father. Yeah, I, I definitely see that there's a strategy room where he has made his move. And that move is actually for those of us right now listening and those listening to the recording that we are to right now engage in the spirit with those who are already in Portland who are engaging because I know there are people that ascend and go into the heavens they're already doing this but now worldwide we are able to ascend together engage together in the spirit in Portland with those who are already there we are just bringing our resources in the spirit to engage with them to accomplish what the Father's given them to do we're not necessarily bringing anything new. We're just agreeing with them in the spirit and just bringing our resources in the spirit to engage with them right now, right now. Just Ooh. remember that out of your belly is flowing rivers yeah. of living water, hmm. that you can just release those. Hmm. 
the living water coming from the throne of God flowing through you uh, into the, the Portland area, bringing mm-hmm. uh, life instead yeah. of death and hatred. Yeah. And I just saw that all of the people that were already in Portland that were gathered around, and even though there were some already coming from other parts of the world in the spirit, but there was a, a thin wall that they had created, a strong wall, but a thin wall. A wall was there of light beginning to press in on Portland. And that as the worldwide ecclesia comes together and we merge into that area, that that wall just becomes massively thick and easily pushed forward to just kind of squeeze into the center of Portland and we squeeze out the darkness and we that it, it is able to snuff out the fear, the chaos, the anger, the frustration, all of those things are being subsided. They're being brought down and brought low. Mm-hmm. I see this happening over the next two to three days. Yes. But it's just bringing it down, calming it down. So Nicholas says, I Ooh. thought of the scrolls opened up on the tables, bending out of shape and becoming like a net. This made me think of catching fish, the positive side of God's strategy to restore souls and catch hmm. men. And, and then he continued on. But then the net also looked like spider webs that were tan in color, expressing the slightly negative tone of catching the culprits that are causing hmm. problems. Chukaba. So that's interesting, a net and a spider web. Wow. A net <clears throat> to bring in the positive and a spider web to uh, restrain and catch those <laughs> who are doing evil. I actually see that spider web catching some of the people. You kind of like on Spider-Man, how you you know <laughs> stick people up against the wall. That the spider web is sticking these people up against the wall, and then and then kingdom people are coming and they're standing in front of these people and they're just bombarding them with love, yes, and forgiveness, yes, peace, and joy, and they're just totally dumbfounded. They don't know why <laughs> that we would come at them with love and joy and peace, kindness. Yes. Marianne says, I sense the horse chess piece playing its next move and may not be the next move that we expect. Mm -hmm. And I agree with you, Marianne, that um, I think things may look a whole lot differently than we think. And we just have to lay our expectations before the Father and trust Him like never before. And then Susan says, Papa said for me to play my triangle singing Crystal Pyramid Bowl for healing for Portland. Yes, we're in agreement. Wherever you are, we just encourage you to engage however however Father leads you. Um, He might have you get up and dance. He might have you make some declarations. Um, You might have a musical instrument nearby to make some frequency. Um, He might have you make a sound. Uh, Whatever it is, um, he's placed you here at this moment for this time in this space. I just see the angels uh, gathering with us as well and moving with us as we are engaging. Hmm. Hallelujah. 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 Just hear the words, nothing is impossible with God. So we just thank you, Father, for the plans and purposes that you have for Portland. We want to declare over Portland uh, the original intent that you have for Portland. A lot of my family um, generationally comes from Portland. Mm. um, And so it has a special place in my heart. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. Wow. I just feel like Michael the Archangel has engaged Mm. with us um, tonight (laughs) and um, is ready Mm. in the midst of battle. And it's a battle of love, for love, because of love, with the result of love. I see as he goes into battle and he's just slicing away. He's just swinging his sword at, uh, you know, the darkness of the enemy. But as his sword swings, it doesn't slice into flesh. It slices the tethers yes. that bind the people to the darkness. Yes. And he's setting people free. Oh, so cool. 
This is the season. <laughs> we are in the age of restoration. Mm. Not destruction, but restoration. There may be some deconstruction going on in the process, yes. But we are moving into the time of restoration. Yes. Delicia says, seeing Father dropping balms of heavenly love oil that spreads and that seeps into mm -hmm. every groove, groove of negativity Tola and hate, Shukunda, yes. changing hearts back to the love of the Father. Yes, yes we're agreeing yes, for yes, that. Yes. Hallelujah. Just seeing like people waking up and going, what am I doing here? Why am I here? And them coming to their senses and seeing clearly for hmm. the first time. Some people who are being paid to riot and, and destruction and so on, that mm. the fear of the Lord is falling on them in a way that they go, no amount of money is worth this. Yeah. Mm. Um, Susan says, Nicholas, this is so cool. I just asked Papa what fishes of men meant. <laughs> Marianne says, yes, I was sensing Michael also. Hmm. Just feel the, a lightning, um, a lifting of the heaviness and the darkness over, over Portland. Um, and I just see some of you and, you know, I don't have clarity on, um, the destiny, uh, God's original destiny for Portland. But I see some of you holding scrolls and you're just standing around the city in different areas and you're making declarations and decrees um, of Portland, calling her mm -hmm. back to her original intent as a city. Mm. <clears throat> um, Susan says, Michael is a blue frequency and he is mm. releasing our voice. Mm. This, this is kind of funny, but I'm seeing it, so I'm going to share it. Just encourage those of you who see other corny things that you go ahead and share it anyway. <laughs> but I just saw that wall of light that was closing in on Portland, that it was just, you know, kind of like a donut, you know, just squeezing in. But the, the donut hole is getting squeezed out. And at the end, as it just got down to the very last part, it, it, it kind of popped. And, and, but a, a seed, a seed of darkness flew up out of the tar top of it. And many of us were like, oh, no. But Michael swooped in at the very last <laughs> second and just, I mean, he was just there in an instant, basically. Just boom, he was there. And he just clapped his hands on it and just disintegrated yes. it. Joan says, the spirit of truth released over Portland. Yes, we agree with that. Hallelujah. Releasing the spirit of truth over Come on. Portland. Yeah. Let's start calling forth the spirits that we want to be released. So the spirit of truth, yes. Spirit of joy, yes. Spirit of love. The spirit of peace. Spirit of awakening. Yes. People awakening from slumber, stepping into their destiny. Seeing the fullness of the Father revealed. I seriously encourage each and every one of you pass this around so more people can see this and even engage. though they may be watching on the recording that they would yes. still be able to engage and there is no time when it comes to these things so that you can engage with us on the timeline and accomplish this that the Father has given us to do. We do it together. Worldwide Ecclesia yes. coming together. I, I see us in the spirit and we've joined hands around Portland um, and we're starting to sing a song of victory. I'm beginning to see dancing in the street, joyful dancing in the street instead of angry shouts and, and harm. Um, I see lots of hugs. <laughs> hugs going on between people that were fighting one another full of anger that they're finally just dropping the anger and there's forgiveness people are getting out and just giving hugs <laughs> no more coronavirus yes <laughs> uh, John says as Gil was describing the sword cutting tethers I was seeing tentacles from outside influences connections being mm. severed so that Portland can be Portland yes, yes. we agree 
Yes, yes. And Nicholas says, where the wound festers, grace abounds all the more. So it's okay for these problems to fester because God's love is going to show itself more resilient and more powerful and more overcoming. I love that, Nicholas. Thank you. Hmm. We just agree. Uh, Yuki says she's declaring um, hmm. spirit of peace mm -hmm. and unity. Yes. yes, yes, yes. We agree. Unity. Mm. And I just felt like the spirit of accusation, um, particularly mm -hmm. among the police versus the city versus the protesters or rioters, um, that spirit of accusation is just being dissolved. Um, mm. I would say keep your attention to your ecclesias and what the Father's doing. Because, I, yeah, I'm not afraid to say it, but there's a lot more work to be done. <laughs> mm -hmm. But it's easy in Him. Simply go into the heavens to see what He's doing, and we engage with Him to do that yes. in the earth realm, in the spirit. If He calls you to do something in the physical, to go to a physical location, then do that. Yeah. Whatever He's saying to do, just go ahead and do it but best done in an ecclesia most of the time. <laughs> uh, Sydney says, love this. I was just praying over Portland for tonight, and then I see you all here. Hmm. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, guys. And then Keith said, Portland is the city of roses, red roses, roses of love. Yes, mm. we agree with that yeah. declaration that love, yeah. true love, sacrificial love would be restored Mm -hmm. um, to <coughs> the city of Portland. Hallelujah. Yes. 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 Hmm. Hmm. Thank you, Father. We just exalt you. I just feeling so much joy. Um, we we are experiencing joy because of what Father's doing. We're seeing the angels joyful seeing the father just full bubbling over with joy hmm. i i sense very strongly that in future times together on the on the show here that uh, again invite people to come but um this may be kind of a, a i don't know a miniature worldwide gathering of the ecclesia but that father's going to give us more assignments yeah and we need to hear from you as to what you think some of those assignments might be uh, we probably won't be able to do them all, but maybe we can mention them mm -hmm. each week. We could mention what's come in, yeah. and um, that way each of you could have that assignment. And we'll have to figure out how to get that out to everybody. Maybe we put it in the notes as we go yeah. uh, each time. That, that It would be in the notes, the different things that came up from different people around the world as to what Father's saying we as a worldwide ecclesia need to engage in. Wow. Susan That's says, awesome. I see a blanket being laid down like a fire blanket. And um, I was just sensing when, when I read that, that that was like putting out the fires of rage hmm. um, and anger that had been going on. That's so good. Thank you, Susan. Hmm. That's good. All right. Hmm. Well, love you guys. Love engaging together. It's such a joy. Yeah. It, it lifts our spirits. <laughs> it really does. And this, I think, is what we need to be doing. Um, yeah. We'll share a little bit of news. We'll share a little bit of our hearts. But we want it to be a conversation with each one of you. And then we'll engage with what we hear from you. Um, and we'll we'll take all of that, whatever you give us, we'll, we'll take all of it to the Father each week. And we'll let Father guide us and show us what he wants us to do in that moment. But whatever that list is, I believe it's something that we will share with everybody. And each one of you through the week would then engage as Father leads you. Yeah. And watch for that video that Nicholas made. We'll hopefully put it out tonight. It's, it's really good. Yeah, we'll try to get it up right after this. Get it onto uh, Facebook and YouTube. Uh, but give me probably about 10 minutes. <laughs> 
hopefully I can get it done then. Oh, we All so right. love and appreciate each one of you. Thank you for engaging with us. Even if you came in uh, later and are watching the replay of this, uh, you have a part in this. And believing that next week we are going to see a difference. We are going to yeah. be able to report. So those of you difference. in Portland, uh, Keith, I know you're in that Portland area. Uh, give us an update, um, either through Facebook or on YouTube, so that everybody can see the update um, as things progress there one way or another. Uh, we know that we just keep moving forward with what Father's doing, even though sometimes we may not see the results that we think we should see, yeah. but we, we, we want to hear the reports. He's moving those chess pieces. Amen. And sometimes, <laughs> if you've ever played chess, it looks really crazy. It's like, what are you doing? When And then your opponent all of a sudden makes some move yep. and it's like, oh, no. <laughs> That's Victory. what Father's doing. He, That's what he's Victory doing. Victory is in store. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Tess says, love that. Seeing a summary of what all the ecclesias are seeing or hearing. And Delicia says, looking at Portland and seeing a bright light that's opening up, a portal opening that's getting wider and wider, we agree. Yeah. Tess says, thank you, Adina and Gil. What a blessing you are. Hmm. Thank hmm. you. You guys love are you. a blessing too. Yes. Absolutely. Love it when you guys <laughs> join us. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap this up and uh, look forward to seeing more comments. And uh, we'll see you next time. Love you all. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at KingdomTalksMedia.com. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life and keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.